48K News. It's 11 o'clock on Ben Che, the top stories. The Commerce Minister says Hong Kong won't compromise its anti-COVID measures in favour of the economy. Health officials report a new COVID cluster linked to a bar in Central. And Foreign Minister Wang Yi signs a deal with Samoa to strengthen diplomatic relations. The Commerce Minister says Hong Kong will not compromise its anti-COVID measures in favour of the economy, despite growing calls from business to resume quarantine-free travel. Timmy Song has details. Edward Yao told an RTHK program that he doesn't have a crystal ball to predict when quarantine for people travelling to Hong Kong can be dropped. He says travellers will still have to spend at least seven days in the hotel for the time being to reduce the risk of community transmission, as people are worried about imported cases if restrictions are eased. The minister says anti-epidemic work is the SCR's priority, and the administration won't compromise it for the sake of the economy. Reopening, he added, will take place step by step. Speaking on a different radio show, Health Chief Sophia Chen said authorities are studying whether returnees should do two PCR COVID tests instead of one after their quarantine. Her suggestion came after a woman who recently returned from the United States tested positive 12 days after her arrival, leading to an Omicron subvariant spreading in the community. Health officials have reported a new COVID cluster linked to a bar in Central. Natalie Cheng with the details. The Center for Health Protection's Albert Au said 11 customers who were at the Central Bar in California Tower last Saturday night or in the early hours of Sunday have come down with the virus. Dr. Au said the patients, aged between 17 and 29, were not set at the same table. Authorities are investigating how many customers were in the nightclub. One of the 11 patients is the basketball coach at Pokhoi Hospital Tangpui King Memorial College in Yunlong. Six pupils he coached have since tested positive, and a further 24 will have to quarantine at home. Dr. Ao said the coach wore a mask during training, but the players didn't. For the day, a total of 270 cases were reported. 31 were imported. A 77-year-old male COVID patient has died. A government advisor on the pandemic says Hong Kong's daily COVID caseload is likely to remain in the low hundreds for several more weeks. David Hoy said that unless a new variant emerges, a major rebound in infections was unlikely as more people had been vaccinated. The Chinese university professor said while it was advisable for the elderly to get a fourth jab, younger adults could wait and see. For the age group between 18 to 59, unless you are frontline healthcare workers or frontline people combating COVID-19, there's no immediate need to go for the forecast. This is actually optional. Uh, all the vaccine companies are conducting clinical trials and the results won't be available so soon. But I guess by the last quarter of this year, more data will be available and some of the companies may be able to provide a second generation vaccine. The outgoing chief executive Carrie Lam has called on the incoming administration to enhance national security awareness among its governing team, saying the SAR still faced challenges when it came to implementing the national security law. Speaking at a legal forum on the national security legislation, Mrs. Lam said her government had moved to improve the electoral system and to require civil servants to swear allegiance to the SAR. But she said the task of safeguarding national security was far from complete. SAR officials have to understand that circumstances remain severe and complex. 
the external political environment is volatile, and external forces trying to contain China will keep emerging. Locally, radical troublemakers and even underground groups that advocate terrorism are lurking around. I call on the next government to further raise, among the governing team, their political and national security awareness, big-picture thinking, and dare-to-fight spirit. And on to the weather, mainly cloudy, one or two showers tonight and tomorrow morning. The minimum temperature will be about 27 degrees, hot with sunny periods tomorrow. The maximum temperature will be around 32 degrees in the urban areas and a couple of degrees higher in the new territories. Moderate southerly winds. The outlook, hot with sunny periods and one or two showers in the following couple of days. The temperature right now is 29 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is standing at 82%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now 5 minutes past 11. Police say they have arrested three men aged between 18 and 23 on suspicion of possessing offensive weapons. Officers said they had intercepted two men during an anti-tried operation in Altalcock on Thursday and found two military knives in the bag one of them was carrying. The third man was arrested after officers found eight machetes in his flat in Richland Gardens yesterday. Officers said they believe the weapons were used in gang fights. Foreign Minister Wang Yi has signed a deal with Samoa to strengthen diplomatic relations. Mr. Wang is on a tour of the Pacific seeking a ten-nation deal on security and trade. In Samoa, he met Prime Minister Fiami Naomi Matafa and signed documents including an economic and technical cooperation agreement. President Putin has signed a law lifting the age limit for people to be enrolled in the Russian armed forces. The legislation, which was passed by Parliament on Wednesday, means people over 40 can now enlist. The BBC's Steve Jackson reports. Russian state media are presenting this as a way to attract experienced specialists into the army, especially in medical support, engineering and communications. But elsewhere it's being seen as a sign of how hard the Russian military has been hit by losses in Ukraine. Moscow hasn't given any recent casualty figures, but Kiev says nearly 30,000 Russian soldiers have been killed. British government analysts have put the number at 15,000. The Kremlin has recently admitted what it had previously denied, that young army conscripts have been sent to fight in Ukraine in what it still refuses to call a war. Ukrainian officials say there has been fighting on the streets of Severodonetsk as Russian forces try to take control of the eastern city. The governor of the Luhansk region said Russia had been firing heavily on the city, although its troops had suffered significant losses. The BBC's Joe Inwood has this report. This is the sound that has caused so much devastation to Ukraine's forces. Multiple launch rocket systems heavy artillery that Russia specializes in and Ukraine just cannot match. It is because of its dominant artillery that Russia has been able to break through Ukrainian lines. Ukraine knows support is coming. Heavy weapons from the West are on their way. But with the tide turning in the Donbass, will they get here before it's too late? The leaders of France and Germany have held talks by phone with Vladimir Putin to discuss the conflict in Ukraine. The Kremlin says Mr. Putin warned that the continuing supply of Western weapons to Ukraine was destabilizing. It says he also offered to consider options to release exports of Ukrainian grain to help tackle the risk of a wider food crisis.
The former U.S. President Donald Trump and other leading Republicans have dismissed calls for gun reform days after 19 children and two teachers were killed by a teenager with an assault rifle in Texas. At a gun lobby convention in Houston, Mr. Trump said the massacre in Uvalde was a reason to arm, not to disarm. The governor of South Dakota, Christy Noem, described gun control advocates as communists. The Texas Senator Ted Cruz also addressed the National Rifle Association gathering. If the left disarms America, many more single moms in subways would be assaulted or raped or murdered. Home invasions would turn much more deadly as only the criminals would have guns and far more children would be murdered. To sport now and in football, we're now just hours away from the UEFA Champions League final as Liverpool take on Real Madrid in Paris. The build-up to the biggest game in European football has been dominated about whether two of Liverpool's key players will remain with the team. Mo Salah plans to remain for next season and Sadio Mane has promised a special announcement after the game following interest from Bayern Munich. But the Senegalese star is focused on winning later, possibly with an individual prize. Like I said from the beginning, my target with the boys and Liverpool Football Club is four trophies. So how we have two, and now we have um, lost one. So we have Champions League. Let's win that one, and we we'll see what's going to happen. But for sure, I will be the most happy if I win the Champions League and plus the Ballon d'Or. And a quick look at the weather before we go. Right now it's 29 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is standing at 82%. And that's the news from RTHK. Let's be blind. Soon he'll be. 
K Radio 3, we heard from Hercules and Love Affair.